This catfish had me screaming at my TV, but what else is new? Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Becca! <laughs> we, well, we had this funny song. There we go. Who sings this song again? Millie Vanilli. Millie Vanilli. I got a quick school on Millie, who Millie Vanilli is. Yeah, we had the biography of Millie Vanilli. <laughs> anyway, what's going on, guys? I'm Olivia Gabre. Um, Obviously, Kells isn't here tonight, but we have an OG catfish in the house yeah. from the original panel with us. But uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, the real OG. Hey everyone, how you doing? It's Constance Dunn. You might recognize me. I've done catfish before. I always love stepping in. Yeah. <laughs> and tonight we have two episodes to cover because last week we didn't get to cover Robin and Wayne, which I'm so upset about because that episode had me for real like yelling at the TV. Yes, it was really interesting. I think it was probably one of the most layered catfish episodes ever. But you see, it was like... A happy ending but it wasn't at the same time it was i don't so catfish always has me surprised of, as to like what people are capable of it does this was a <laughs> weird one because you know at first we see that it's um of course robin this really neat girl from yes. st paul minnesota and she gets in touch with the catfish duo and they well for, they met on uh, a facebook chat robin and wayne and it was specifically for flirting i don't I didn't even know something like this existed. I didn't either. Don't you feel like every episode we're introduced to a new app or a new form of communication? Yeah. This one was specifically made for flirting, and um, both Robin and Wayne were in there, but he was he was noticing her type through her activity right. in the chat. So he stole some... Well, he used some photos that he thought that she would be attracted to. Right. <laughs> and he was also set, sending her signals, like liking every single photo she yeah. put up and commenting commenting on all of them. Um, and if you guys saw our episode on DMC that Constance also was on, we talked a little bit about um, social media language. Yeah. And obviously he utilized that 100% to catch his fish in this situation. Right, right. And if you saw the episode, of course, uh, Robin thought she was talking to a guy named Wayne from Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Now, this guy Wayne was super hot. Like, model hot. <laughs> that should have been the first right. dead giveaway. The right. first red flag. And he's really buff, and he's really posed. So he's not right. just good-looking. He's, like, super, super, like, quaffed and presented and, and all that. And it's always interesting. I thought Robin was cute as pie. But there's definitely a differential there in their, like in the types of purse people they are. And that's one of the giveaways, I think. Right. It's oh, it's very rare that a catfish is at... Well, not a catfish, but I just feel like... I don't know. If someone was that good-looking, they probably wouldn't want to keep so many secrets in a situation like this. Right. And also, he's in Atlanta. She's in St. Paul. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So if he likes that look, right. you know what I mean? He's very good looking. So you would think he'd maybe find someone in his own area. Or, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's it's just like flag after flag after flag. Exactly. And maybe because we always watch Catfish that we notice these things. But I think I would have been alarmed right from the beginning. Because yeah. he, not only was he good looking, but you could tell he was very confident. and knew he was good looking 
based on how many photos he right. had of himself consistently. Yeah. So it's like for someone to put themselves out there on the internet like that, but not be willing to put themselves out there to you right, like right. that is a strange, of course. Yeah, because it's coy. It, you know, I mean, it's it's like a it's too coy for him. And it's weird because it made me think of, particularly the way Robin was talking about Wayne in the beginning. Yeah. She was like saying, oh, he just always seems to know He's so amazing. He always seems to know what to say to me. And that always reminds me of the halo effect. When someone's super good looking and you start to write the story of who they are. So yeah. they could just do average stuff. You know what I mean? But you're it looks like, better to you. Right. You're like, oh my God, they know what I'm thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they know what what I need. They're like the perfect guy. People do that with like good looking oh. people. People they find good looking. They assume that they're more kind. They're more, oh they're more intelligent. Yeah. You know, you just, you do that. Right. And it was funny just the way that she was talking about it. Again, they've never met. They've been talking. And she for, was just making all these, she, she was like painting a picture of him to right. fit what she actually wanted because she wanted it to work. Yeah, and it's you been know? for three years they've yeah, been and talking. And three years is a long time. Again, if someone can't show you their face for three years yeah. but can always post their face on social media, that's just, th that's a red flag. But, um, so Neva and Max obviously go to go to Minnesota to talk with Robin and they try to track all of this down. They call uh -huh. the number that was attached to Wayne that they thought was his number, but a man Sean answered. Yes. Who apparently is Wayne's brother. Right, right. It's always the brother answering the phone <laughs> or like the cousin or on his neighbor. Yeah. yeah. But it was the way he handled it, I believed him because yeah. he was like he was loyal to his brother being that, no, I'm not gonna let give you his number, but right. he can call you if you tell me who you are. Yeah. And I, I would like to think that most people know who Neva Max are right. within a certain generation, or uh, I don't know. I wonder if his brother knew that this was going on. It didn't seem yeah. like it. Yeah, it's very, it's very weird. They're calling Atlanta, and then they're like, because um, the guy's name was Wayne Cannon. Uh -huh. You know, the, the guy. So they, they're, you know, of course. Neve and Max are looking around for different Sean Cannons because that's yeah. the brother's name, and so they're just like finding all these guys that are just like Sean Cannon, but you know they don't really seem to be. Yeah, related. I th that could probably be a common name. Would you think? Right. Yeah, but of course there's the other red flag too, which the money. Right. So um, he didn't have a phone. He was consistently calling her from Block's phone numbers. Right. And he would always have the excuse that he, he would fall off for a long time because yes. he had no way to contact her. So she gave him money to buy a new phone. And, of course, her money is gone, but there's still no phone to show for yes, it. Yes. He's still contacting her, like, from yeah. private numbers. Exactly. $300. It's amazing because I think it's funny because it's so easy for people to say who are not being scammed. They go, oh, my God, that's, like, so easy like mm -hmm. of course the minute he's asking you for money he's a scammer but like once you're in it i guess you can't you d can't see another perspective right because you're so involved and you think this person's so wonderful so it's completely consistent with your perspective that you would give him 300 dollars oh. because you're like in love with them it's just funny because there's many people that have been scammed like i don't know if you remember the bernie madoff scams like in maybe 10 years ago yeah so lots of very, very, very smart people were swindled out of millions and millions of dollars. All those people weren't dumb. Right. Do you know what I mean? 
that a, is so scary that I know, one it is. person has a power to right. do something like that. So I think it's always like humbling, but also just good to always mm-hmm. like not think that you're above having that happen. And that way you probably won't have it happen. I guess. Well, cause when you put it into perspective that way, because of course when I'm looking at this catfish, I'm like, you never even met him and you're sending him money? That's right. ridiculous. Right, like a, yes. I would never do something like that. Yeah. But you never really know until you're put in the situation. Yeah, you know what? It's a funny thing, too. Like, how do you feel about dating super, super, super hot guys? Like, not just good-looking, like, low-key hot, but, like, flashy. Like, this guy, Wayne, who was flashy hot. Do you know what I mean? Like, really, like, knew how to pose and had, like, perfect facial hair and, like, you know. I don't... It's kind of weird because you don't really know how to handle that. First of all, they're good-looking. They know they're good-looking. Right. And then everybody else knows they're good-looking. Right. So it's kind of like... But have you ever gone out with a guy who was like this, like, flashy, good-looking? I don't good think looking? so. Okay. Yeah, I I, I don't did. know if I would get jealous or it's what. Weird. It would it's be a weird situation. Weird. Yeah. Well, it's like, he's he's very pretty. Like, he's a pretty... Right. And I, I don't... I, I've done it before, and I don't like How it. How did it make you feel? It was weird, because he was not just, like, like uh, really, like, hot, like glamorous good-looking. He was very, like... Again, like, there's guys that are really good-looking, but they're low-key. They're mm-hmm. just, like, low-key hot. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the ones that are really, really, like, know they're hot and spend yeah. a lot of time, you know what I mean? And they're always working out and, like, tanning. Yeah. It was very weird to date a guy like that because he had a certain, a really bizarre arrogance about him. <laughs> right? Because as a woman, <laughs> well, you know, yeah. you're used to kind of well, being the one Well, because they know. Over. Yes. But it was different. very different. It felt very odd. It was, like, um, like gender-bending almost. You know what I mean? Because I'm usually used to the guy, like, going, oh, like, you're so you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. or I like your hair or whatever and he was the one always just like yeah well you know girls coming up to me and he's just like oh check this out like it was very weird I'd be uh, like yeah that looks good and after a while I didn't you didn't like I it I found anymore? it not appealing yeah 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 but he was very weird he was like um I think he was used to women giving him a lot of things yeah it was just not, I mean it's a lifestyle dad. at that point exactly <laughs> so anyway it was funny because I could see how she would maybe do this Robin was so into him and remember uh-huh. how the guys need, um, and Max were like, you don't really want to face this. Right. I don't know if, you know what I mean? Well, because at, I think for them it was so obvious yes. and they were trying to tell her it was so obvious, but it was obvious that she didn't want to believe it. Right. Because she, again, she made this, in- painted this entire picture of this man in yeah. this perfect relationship and to realize that it's non-existent is probably really a painful reality to face and just think of how much like happier it probably made her on a day-to-day basis yeah like she's living in st paul which was super cute i think she did she take care of kids i forget what she did for a living uh she it was either kids or old people or both she said she liked doing both oh okay and she was like really just kind of like cute and lived like a sweet normal life and how exciting is it to have this guy this like fake you know this virtual relationship with a guy this, that you really think this incredibly beautiful guy is like in love with you like think mm-hmm. of how you might um you know how you might function right day differently to day. exactly Much differently. probably like more confidently right. and i don't know it's unfortunate that those type of things have such an impact on a person and obviously when it's removed yeah. the you're not feeling the same yeah so 
you rely on that because it's almost like a drug. You don't want to know what it feels like without it, so you just like right. put up with it. You don't want to face it. Yeah. You know? And that's what they were talking to her. And I remember like Max was saying, oh, this is like wishful thinking right. for her. So. Well, we get, uh, Neve and Max get in touch with the face of Wayne, which is um, Corey. Corey. And Corey doesn't even like women. Yeah, yeah. So, unfortunately for Robin, it, it was obvious from the beginning that this was not the correct person. Right. And he said that this happened to him a lot. Yeah, no And doubt. I would imagine someone who is consistently posting on social media they're probably the easiest candidate to steal from because right. it's consistent he had a lot of pictures and he had like sixty thousand followers yeah he was super sweet though and he was gay so yeah. he definitely um neve and max of course and i thought this was really smart when they asked Corey, the model can you facetime with us yeah. just so we can have robin there and so she can get total you know confirmation that you are not wayne mm-hmm. And he did it in a nice way, but it was still kind of awkward. I know. He apologized because I wonder if this is the first time he had to come face-to-face with someone that this had happened to. Yeah. But, I mean, it's his first time on Catfish, so. Yeah, he was super, super sweet about it. And so now, I mean, that's off the list. And eventually they get in touch with Wayne. Yes. And he didn't really sound sympathetic at all on the phone. He was laughing when they told him that they realized that the photos didn't belong to him. Yeah, he was very like flippant about the whole thing. And he, um, it was funny that he called. I mean, the timing's always funny with Catfish. You know what I mean? I'm sure there's got to be a little stagecraft there. But uh, how they're like, you know, Neve and Max say to Robin, you know, let's go to Atlanta. And they're in the car. And of course, the real Wayne calls. Yeah. Just in the nick of time. In the nick of time, right in the car, and um, says that he would meet them in Atlanta. He's like, yeah, sure, I'll meet you. Yeah, and they roll up through this neighborhood that doesn't really look like it's a person that needs $300 for a cell phone. Right! In there. <laughs> I mean, it looks like a gated community. All the houses looked the exact same, yeah. the same size, just the entire neighborhood. Right. Nice cars in the driveway. Yeah. But then when the Maserati pulled up, I thought it was too good to be true because typically when we have situations like that happen when they're like, oh my God, they just pulled up, they just pulled up, it's never yeah. them. Right, they right, usually right. trick us. Yeah, exactly. And this is this is in Atlanta, of course. The crew goes to Atlanta and they go to um, meet good old Wayne. And it is it is this is where I start noticing that Robin is starting to look uncomfortable. Yeah, I, just it, it was interesting to see. Well, she at that point she probably real. It was pretty obvious that some things weren't consistent with what she was thinking. Do you think there was something making her feel uncomfortable about the wealth of the neighborhood? I mean, it it could be. Yeah. And at that moment, she's like, well, I lent this guy money and he's living here. Right. Like, something's not adding up. And it's, it. I mean, from what we saw on TV, it's a pretty different world from the world that she had been coming right. from in Minnesota. Yeah. So, it, that could be true. She was also, like, very casual. Like, I think she's cute and it's like... I just would think, you know, she was, like, wearing jeans and mm-hmm. sneakers. You know what yep. I mean? Like a baseball jacket. You know what I mean? I would have been like, you're cute. You know, spiff it up for the big day. Yeah. You know? Well, I guess she she did keep it casual. Yeah. Um. Well, when the Maserati pulled up, it was actually him. It was Wayne. It was this guy, Wayne. But and he wasn't a chick. Yeah, he so that's good. He wasn't 80, you know? He, yeah. Or wasn't 16. And his personality, <laughs> the... The silver lining in this all, and and in any catfish, is typically the looks are never the same. Yes. But there's a good 
portion of times where yeah. it's they're them true selves. They're telling you things that are happening in their lives. Right. Sharing with you real emotions. And you do have a relationship per se mm-hmm. with this person. You just think that they look different. <laughs> yes. And the thing about Wayne is that Wayne wasn't... All right. Wayne was not as like conventionally hot as good old Corey. Right. You know what I mean? The model. But Wayne wasn't like horrific. Because no. you know a lot of times when you have the big reveal, it's like, oh, Lordy. This yeah. is not what I it's, thought. It's <laughs> typically a negative reveal. But right. this one was positive in some ways because, I mean, I hate to say it, but it's typically a downgrade. Hell, When someone feels like they have to catfish someone, it's usually because they're so insecure and there's things that they don't want to reveal about themselves. Right. But he didn't really have anything to hide. Like, his his life was pretty good. He must be a smart guy if he's able to build a a business as he has and be as successful as he is. And... He was just looking for true love. Well, because when you are so flashy like that, it's easy it's easy to understand that people will want to try to take advantage of you. Or it's also the fact that he is like when you deliberately put yourself out like that, mm-hmm. you are utilizing that as like mate value as a man to get a certain type of woman. Do you know what I mean? You want right. to get like and I I mean high mate value in the sense of like usually really hot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you think you're going to find like it's always a funny duality, of, like a guy like flashes cash and he's surprised that he gets gold diggers. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, he, what what do you, you want? Set the is trap, like bro. this like hot sexy chick who's going to screw his brains out and just be like, oh, you could just take me to, like, you know, McDonald's. Like, oh, my God. I'm yeah, like no, they're going to be like, girl. I'll have the steak dinner right, with a bag, or like, Louis give bag me, on give the me, side. Give me. Like, we're going shopping on the and first date. And that's exactly date. what he said, though. He said every woman he comes he comes by is always about what are you going to give me? Right, because he probably puts that out there. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's, I mean, you know, that's the bait he's throwing. Yeah. And then he's it's, surprised but when I've he known get, guys bites. like that where it's funny. It's like they, they come on, you know, they come in really like hot like that and then they're surprised. They, and they also are often, and I will just say, this is very general, but they're often guys that are only looking at the nines, tens, and I just mean that from the superficial. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. They're just no, looking at, like, super, super hot, like, model, model, model girls. Right. Do you know what I mean? I mean, we live in L.A. I mean, Right. You, this you is the in, land of this. Right. And then they're just like, why can't I find a girl who really loves yeah, and me? It's, it's like, like, because you're an idiot. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Um, she I, dating model actresses. You know what I mean? And that's why this is so crazy is because you know Robin probably isn't the type of woman that he typically gets you know he loves her like for the emotional side and everything because he can't get that from the women that he's typically with right so I'm gonna go ahead and assume that the women he's typically with are those nines and tens who are there for other reasons. Right. And it's like, it goes without saying, obviously not nines and tens are all looking, or you know what I not mean? Opportunist at all. But the guys usually who come out like that are usually going to, people that are going to connect with them. Yeah. They're going to be people that are, are then wanting that um, exchange. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I want to, if I want to exchange your money for like my time and like affection, yeah. as we say, when I see a guy being really flashy, putting it out, yeah. That's going to be amongst the crowd you're going you're gonna to get. You know what I mean? Exactly. But th- it's like he wants his cake and he wants to have his cake and eat it exactly. too. Exactly. You know? Exactly. He wants to have this great, meaningful, real relationship real with relationship. Robin. Exactly. But he also wants a little 
something on the side too. Exactly, because we find out, of course, when Robin is just like the look. It's just interesting to look at her body language when they're having that exchange uh-huh. on Wayne's front lawn, and he's very kind of like flippant. Like you could tell he doesn't seem to care that much that he put her out for three years. Just, you know he what was mean? very arrogant. Very arrogant. He was like. He was like, hey, which car do you want? The Audi? Yeah. Or do you want the Maserati? He's like, are you ready to come on home? Yeah, he's like, take it or leave yeah, it. Yeah, he was like, take it or leave it. And I, what I loved about Robin is that Robin was just very, like, standing her ground. Like, she was like, you're weird. Like, yeah. Like, she just was like, this is weird. And that's, I mean, I applaud her for that. Very because much. she very easily didn't have to, like, stick up for herself in right. any way. She could have just given in because remember she's she is in love yeah and this could be like either heartbreaking for her or relieving for her exactly just to give into it you know and she considering you know how like you know it's crazy to get when you feel in love you do crazy stuff Mm -hmm. and you'd think that you know she might want to go up to him and he's like come on home you know yeah she'd be like oh gosh it's such a relief you're like not a like a insane You're not a, yeah and like but in know, a way he sort of is he kind of was he was it was very weird and it was really neat when um robin had that little powwow with max in mm-hmm. the car because she was like he's just so arrogant and weird so they went out again you know and max helped kind of like facilitate yeah this like restart you know and the guy was just very like you know for, like they went out for dinner he's like let's just go out for dinner let's start again <laughs> and then he and then he Laid down the law. Yeah. He acted like he d- he was ready to elope. He wanted this great family. And he wa- because he has kids by another woman. Right. And remember, we found out that he was actually married for one of the three years that they were together. Yeah. Which feels a little bit betray- like betraying as yeah. well. And he always said he had other situations going right, on. Right. And that was his divorce. Right. And his other girlfriends that he apparently had. Yes. And he expressed to Robin that... He wanted to be with her, but he also wanted to have another girlfriend as well. And she was not about it. And I'm happy that she, she wasn't about it, you know? And how awesome for her. Like, it's because, listen, someone's usually crushed in this. And it's usually the, the victim, right? Mm-hmm. They're usually really sad about it. But in this case, she got to end her love for him. Mm-hmm. Because when, like, have you ever had that where you've been crazy about someone or infatuated? But sometimes it just takes, like, one thing. Right, like, that be... thing that's the deal breaker. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I do heroin. And you're like, and scene. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's, I knew it was too good to be true. <laughs> right. And so that was so good about her. And she just was like, oh, no, that's not for me, you know. Uh-huh. Um, he And he talked about, Wayne talked about not being happy and how... You know, and he wants to be happy, and he thinks, like, she would be the key, and she might. She's, like, again, super sweet. Mm-hmm. But he's like, yeah, I want two women. And, and the way he talked was really funny. He's like, I'm a man. Like, if, I, if I, I have, have itch, needs, someone's going to scratch yeah. it. Yeah. And he, and basically, like, telling her that there would be so many people dying to be in her position. Go for it. Like, waiting at the door to get with good old Wayne. And it's like, okay, buddy, then ha you know, then have that. Yeah, I don't, exactly. Who am I to sit here and stop you, right? Right, like, right. Have at it. You know, people can have consenting adults, you know? Yeah. But it's funny because that's the paradox that I think a lot of, it's mostly men have because they want the cake and eat it too. Yeah. And it's funny because 
Max was saying earlier about Robin, like it's wishful thinking for her. Mm. And I was thinking, yeah, that's kind of the theme of this episode, like wishful <laughs> thinking. he is as well. But ultimately, it shifted to him. Like yeah. it's him wishful, his wishful thinking. Like there's this fantasy like of this like great girl who's going to love you for who you are and bring you the happiness that you want. But then you're chasing these things that are like absolutely not going to happen. Like you're <laughs> flashing cash and you're going and telling a girl, hi, I want like two girls and you're going to come in my house and we're all going to sleep together. Well, the girl who is going to like say yes to that scenario, do you think that's going to be a girl that's really good at no, giving him I happiness? Mean, if I had to guess, probably not. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though, is if you're consistently doing something over and over and over and you're spe- expecting it to come out differently, it's not going to come out differently. Yeah. You know, and obviously the way that Wayne's been doing things up until now have made him unhappy. And... Robin made him happy, but he doesn't want to give up the other lifestyle that didn't make him happy. So right. it's like, it makes no sense. You're ne- you're never going to be satisfied because you're not willing to really even make a change. And, you know, it's funny because um, in the chat we have Nedekins who is surprised about the reveal. And also Nedekins says, and knowing that he wants an open relationship, I felt he said that to make Robin run the other way. So that's Oh, really? Yeah. So maybe it was. That's a, interesting. It, that that's, is a, Yeah. It could be, but she could have very... What if she said, yeah, what if she was down for it? Yeah. You could... You never know. I mean, she was promised a comfortable lifestyle. Right. With this guy that she supposed... That whose personality she loved. Yeah. You know what's funny? I had a, um, a therapist once tell me, just in general, we were just talking, and she was talking about the idea of, like, polyamor and open relationships, and she's funny because she's, like, OG, and she was, like... Back in the day, they called it, like, open relationships. They called it, like, swinging. You know, yeah. now the new title's, like, polyamor to kind of class it up. Yeah. She's like, let me tell you something, honey. She's, like, old New York, older New York woman. And she was just like, that stuff doesn't work. She's yeah. like, if that would have, like, because if that, that would have solved the problem that's, like, the lifelong problem. Like, I want a relationship. Like, I want everything perfect and beautiful at home. I want this wonderful wife Mm -hmm. and kids and all that stuff but I also want to be swinging from the rooftops with like different chicks you know what I mean that's like the big duality women feel that way too you know what I mean to an extent Mm -hmm. obviously and men too and if if those things had solved the problem they'd be much more widespread and you'd find them working more I'm sure they do work for some people but (laughs) maybe yeah, if they do, let us know yeah but but, uh, Wayne is actually it's not working for Wayne and I mean, great for Robin. She walked away from it. But when we skip to a couple months later, when they end up reconnecting with them, Wayne's still by himself. But his attitude is very much like, oh, I'm going to get it. Don't worry. Like, this is what I want. I'm going to make it happen for myself. And like, okay, I'm glad that you're open about it. Maybe that could be the silver lining of it. And also... um, I'm happy that you're trying to attract it into your life by, (laughs) you know, using that method. But uh, so far, not so good. Yeah, it just seems very inconsistent when Mm -hmm. he talks about, like, domesticity and then this kind of, like, alternative type of situation. Like, when he was saying, I want there to be a mom and dad and kids. And... A girlfriend. Yeah, and two, like, <laughs> chicks. You know what I mean? And it's funny, Summer in the chat was said she missed the episode at the beginning of the stream, but the, what was the reveal? Summer, the reveal was, like, a really interesting catfish because we had Robin and Wayne, and, of course, we thought that um, when Robin got to meet the real Wayne, we thought he'd be, like, 
you know, maybe 80 or Some like, weirdo. yeah, just something, you know, not at all consistent with the Wayne we thought, who was like this model looking guy. He was a pretty average looking guy yeah. who had a lot of money and which is weird and he really liked Robin for who she is you know what I mean they really had connected so they said sometimes they had uh talked for three and four hours well he wanted to elope like he wanted to he he said that he loved her and you know he wanted Robin to be his wife right but he also wanted to have a wife and a girlfriend yeah he basically wanted Robin to move into his house and then there to be another woman and for them all to sleep in the same bed (laughs) And for, so this guy would be, like, basically screwing a couple different girls. Yeah. He's, he, you know. Well, story ends, and Wayne's by himself, and Robin is just moving on with her life. And I love her. Robin. I do, too. It was a happy ending in that way. Like, she's not brokenhearted. Was. And, like, she was the one who did have the power. She said no to this. Mm-hmm. Like, she was able to be like, nope. And that makes, it, that makes the breakup, I mean, if you want to call it a breakup, so much better. Because you come out on top, you exactly. know? Exactly. You feel like you have the power, and you're the one who went Right. It. And, you know, when you no longer, like, you kind of think someone's a little bit of a clown. Like, yeah. I think she thought he was a little bit of a clown. Like, yeah. she's like, you know, I'll be your friend. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm we can talk. so over yeah, it. Yeah, but when I'm, I'm never going to sleep with you. And I have a feeling Wayne gets way out, more out of the relationship than her. Because he I'm gets sure. this really decent, like, person to speak to. Right. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, too bad for him. Yeah. Um, and luckily, we got to have a second episode that wasn't a traditional catfish episode, but it was like a compilation of the craziest lies. It was yes. the top 15, right? Yes. I loved this because this reminded me of a lot of other times where catfish had me <laughs> freaking out. I always used to say that before I was even on the show and I would watch catfish, I would sometimes, like... These are the reasons for my nightmares sometimes. Really? To know that people out there are really this crazy is insane yeah. to me. Like, okay, I remember one specifically that we Charlemagne brought up right. that was th- one of the craziest moments that I, when I, whenever I think of Catfish, I think of this moment. So it was the one when this guy had been sexting this girl. He thought yeah. it was this girl, like sending tons of pictures to her. And then when they finally tracked down who it was, it was like this sort of nerd. I mean, I hate to categorize him, but that it was it's exactly what he was. Yeah, okay. and he was in like a gambling poker atmosphere where he was at a computer and there were so many other computers around him, like uh-huh. rows and rows of it. And he called himself the Catfish King. Oh, right, And it was like right. he was so happy that he was caught and got his yes. 10 minutes of fame and I just loved Max's reaction because he was like, why are we even giving this guy airtime? He's such a fool. Get him uh-huh. out of here. Yeah. And that ranked number six. That, that was, was John yeah. and Kelsey. I always remember. That one has stuck with me forever. You know what? That one stuck with me, too, because it was so annoying. Like, didn't you want to punch that guy's yes, face? I did. And I yeah. felt so bad because he, like, showed no remorse at all. No. And he was just, like so proud of himself that he hurt somebody else like this it was crazy it was crazy to me it was and he was doing it to other people as well and, and you know he talked about doing being a catfisher just to it was something to do just to pass the time like what kind of hobby is that right so that go got, and yeah. find something else to do exactly and he it, john was um who sent did send a penis photo yeah and this guy um cal that guy that it, it was a man but yes. obviously he was pretending to be kelsey 
he had such an, a strange like face. Like I, I used to have cystic acne, uh-huh. but and it was interesting. He had like quite a bit of like cystic acne uh-huh. and like a beard, and he had just like such a an unpleasant. No, he had this slimy way right. about him, and you know, it kind of reminds me of. I feel like there are so many movies where there's just like that guy, and you're like, "Ew, you're so gross." Right. It reminds me of he was reptilian. What's that movie with Jake Gyllenhaal when the guy lives in his trailer? Is it Taken or something? And he steals the little girls. Oh, that's he has just this slimy, like disgusting look about him. And I mean, he physically looks like that, but I think because we know what he did and we know what this guy did, it makes him. That much more unattractive because right. you just want to like, yeah. It, it was really. Him. He, he was the most like unrepentant one mm. I've ever seen in all the catfish <laughs> episodes. I think you know what I mean because there was one yeah. they had also mentioned, which was um about uh, Jamie and Lucas, and this was the non- number three on the countdown. Okay. Um, by the way, how did you think Charlemagne, uh, the God who hosted oh, this? I love. Sh- I'm yeah. biased because I just think sh- I listen to the Breakfast Club every single morning. I think Charlemagne's hilarious. Okay. So I thought his like commentary between things. Yeah. I mean, he probably didn't even write it himself, but oh no, he just has a way about him. I just think everything he says. Yeah, is he's funny. really popular. <laughs> like everyone likes him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, no, I think he's popular because a lot of people don't like him. Oh, is he's, that right? He's notorious for saying saying things that you know people are thinking, but he is not afraid to tell you. He doesn't seem mean. Is he mean? Does he it's come not off? in a malicious way. Right. You kind of when you, I think by now he has a reputation that if you're willing to talk to him, you have to understand that that's that's this person that he he's is just really known for. bold, right? Yeah, but he doesn't seem like he goes out of his way to like f with people or mess with them. No, not out of the, I, I wouldn't say out of his way, but okay. if if they came his way. Yeah. Why not? Okay. Um, But that uh, reptilian guy reminds me of number three on the list, which was Jamie and Lucas. And, um, of course, Jamie was this gal, and she's really good looking and and flashy in a way. She had Mm -hmm. done Playboy. She's a single mom. She's a stripper. Oh, that one was crazy. Right. And she's she's a uh, exotic dancer, I guess. And um, she's thinking she's, like, sexting. Yeah. And like with this really Free playboy, cute guy, yeah, <laughs> named Lucas, yeah, and um, of course it turns out to be like a guy named Zach. No, Lucas. Yes, yeah, name is Zach. Is Zach who does it? Who's been doing it? He said he's done it to like four hundred women. There was, m- and when they went to go visit him, they were already with a couple women. Yeah, they were. But that was the craziest part when he said there was about four hundred of them. About four hundred, and that you're like. 400? Yeah, and just his look, too. Like, I don't know if you saw the episode, but just obviously yeah. there's a big differential. Like, oh. this is a guy, he was very doughy. I'll say that. He's very, he was very, like... <laughs> doughy? He was, like, because he was posing as this guy, Lucas, who's, like, all buff yeah. and cute. Do you know what I mean? 100%. And let's just say visually Zach was not that. Appealing. Right. And the fact <sighs> that I always thought of him... People do these things for different reasons, but I always thought he was a straight-up woman hater. Because when they confronted him, he's kind of like the the guy you can't stand. Uh-huh. He had a very he was just like he had no remorse about it. Right. He was but, like, I think it's funny, and he always made a point to sext and get the women to like compromise themselves. A hundred percent. Knowing that the whole and time they, he's just they brought that up to him yeah. because what are you sick? Yeah. Like, you really have to. First of all, I don't understand how you have that much time in the day and in your life to maintain like. 400 conversations. Granted, right. I know it wasn't all 
at the same time, but a large portion of them needs to be running at the same time to the right. point where he had to keep a log yeah. to remind himself who was who, what the status of them was. Like, one of them was, I remember an example was, we're close to saying I love you. And another one was, um, watch out for this one. She knows she's being, or she doesn't know she's being catfished. Things like that. Wow. And he didn't reveal that to them, but when they were speaking about the naked pictures, they were like, oh, what do, you, do you keep a log of all these? Like, do you save all them? And he yeah. was like, no. So Neve was like, let me see your phone. Right. And not only did he find pictures right. of women in his phone, but he found this log where he keeps track of all the women. Right. In that case, he was all about degrading them. And But doesn't that scare you, though, that there are people in this world that are really, like, capable of things like that? Yeah. You're gross. He's gross. Yeah, he was super, super gross. And he really, um, I think they had checked in with him and he was still doing it. Ugh. You know what I mean? So he really had no remorse. And it's funny because I did a little categorization of these top liar. It's called this uh, episode, a special episode is called Liar, Liar, Catfish on Fire. And they really can be um, kind of divvied up into a few different areas. One is revenge. Mm -hmm. One is people who are just straight up bored. That's not, that's often a variable that works in tandem with others. Another is attention. Another is um, when you truly have a crush on somebody. Uh And then the last one is the the manipulation for the sake of wanting to just really, like, you hate men or you hate women. You know what I mean? That you Uh really want, you want to humiliate. So it's like someone who wants to humiliate people. So it just, it usually comes down to, like, one of those five. Mm -hmm. And there were a couple instances where people did it as revenge to humiliate somebody else because right. there were like there were a lot of situations I realized where it were exes yes. catfishing just to prove to them like look you held a relationship with me for this long and you didn't even know it was me right so to like haha jokes on you yeah like Paris and Tara which was number eight in yeah. the um in the countdown and of course we know uh, Paris she was coming out um, and there was this person helping her online who was like her friend. Um, who she thought was a really pretty, cute, blonde girl named Tara. And, of course, the reveal, we found out that it's Mary who was her ex. And Mary was doing this to Paris for revenge, and she basically said it. And she comes out of her house. She's like, hey, girl. Yeah. She's like, we had, it was me all along, babe. Like, we had a great relationship. She was like, I thought you could never date me. I thought we would never last together. Right. And... I don't know. Yeah, so it, that's a revenge one. It it was just it, that was slimy to me, also. Yeah, it was super slimy. Um, I think it's yeah. the way people come off when they finally get caught. It's like you could either be sorry and remorseful, or you could be heinous and revengeful. You could. And here's the thing: how small does your world have to be that you do a whole catfishing campaign, mm-hmm. and at no point, like let's just say it is revenge on an ex, at no point you go, "Oh, I'm gonna like move on." Yeah. Like, I'm, I met somebody else, so, like, my world got bigger. Right, or like you I have feel to bad. wait until you get caught. Like, you have, to, you have to keep that up. Like, that has to be your hobby, which is basically, like, hate. You know, mm-hmm. it's a hate. It's, like, not, it's a malevolent hobby. Right. And you have to be doing that for so long. Like, you must be suffering. <laughs> like, right? No, I know, because you're holding on to this for so long. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, you're living and breathing right. it. And that's 
probably a large portion of what you're thinking about. All and then day. if you really think about it, it's like this other person isn't thinking about that at all because in right. their head they have a new relationship. Yeah. And they're not even thinking about you anymore. Exactly. And that's the thing about like with revenge often it just the person who who aims to get the revenge is often the person that has the most pain. Uh-huh. Like that's a painful no, feeling. 100%. Imagine like in the case of um there was a case uh, my number one, you know, I know this is uh, seven on the countdown, but there was one, um, Jody and uh, Connor. Mm-hmm. Now, Johnny was from another season of Catfish, oh, and yes, he yes. was the catfish. He catfished this really sweet guy um, with these pictures of this really hot guy. But the, I remember it was very odd because Johnny himself was not like a bad or horrible person. Like, mm-hmm. he could have just been... He was being himself, and he could have just used his pictures, and the guy would maybe like him. You yeah. know what I mean? The guy that he was um, catfishing was a super sweet guy who actually really forgave him. And so Johnny B reaches out, and there's a catfish episode, and he's being catfished by, well, he thinks he's with this cute guy named Connor, um, <laughs> who actually turns out to be a girl named Shayna, which is odd because Johnny's gay, yeah, but, but he Shay- used to have a relationship with yes, her. Yes, and Shayna did. That was another revenge. Mm-hmm. That's like another category of revenge. Shayna like used to date Johnny and slept with him, and they weren't even mad. I I don't know if you saw that episode, but they weren't really even mad at Shayna. They were mad at Johnny, and I don't know because if he has like the stigma of being a catfish, right. but he. Pretty much, she wasn't honest with her. He didn't even tell her that he wasn't really into women. But her goal wanted... You could tell what she really wanted the answer to was, do you just not like women or you just don't like me? Like, that question was very consistent throughout the entire thing. Oh, he didn't tell her he was gay or even bi. He just kind of, like, ghosted her. So, wow. The catfish got catfished. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's wild. (laughs) I love when they do these things because it, it just what was it's your a good laugh or what was your most like horror hor- what was the one you were most horrified at? I know you I know catfishing horrifies you it should but just remember in these categories not all of them like ca- all catfishing is bad but some of them are more horrible than yeah. others do you know what I mean we de- I think we definitely me- uh, mentioned the worst ones but I think the funniest one that I do want to mention is um, when it's an older guy to a younger girl and Max says. He really did. I love when Max goes in. He's yeah. like, "You're every woman's worst nightmare. Exactly. Like you're the catfish worst nightmare. <laughs> you're just some old man in your crusty boxers." Crusty he says, boxers, "Just yeah. typing away, talking to all these women, and it's true. I mean, that's like worst case scenario. It's yeah, a crusty yes. man in his boxers." She was 19. I think it was number 11, Marcus and Ari. And if he was pretending to be, uh, Marcus was pretending to be L- Lanham mm-hmm. and like this really cute age appropriate guy. And the girl was like 19 years old, super sweet. And the dude was like 43. Disgusting. And he was one of those, he was one of those guys, like the guy um, who uh, messed up, messed around with the playmate. Or uh-huh. I mean, She wasn't a playmate, but she posed for Playboy. I don't know. I can't remember her name. I should remember her name. It's Jamie and Lucas. But, um, 
he was the same type. He goes, he even said, he goes, I can't understand why girls aren't interested in me because he's probably going out like he's not a great looking guy. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. And then he's probably like hitting on like little little girls that could be his daughter. And then like, why doesn't this gorgeous 20 year old want to date me? Well, use your common sense. Exactly. (laughs) So he's just one of those creepy types. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Maybe women do it too, but yeah. (laughs) Super creepy. Yeah. I would not want to be on the receiving end of that no. catfish. <laughs> I mean, I think that probably, like, if you had to be catfish, the best scenario would be no catfishing. But a good scenario would be, like, some guy who's just like, I just thought you were so hot. And I yeah. could, you know what I mean? You'd be like, oh, wow. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully that would have only gone on for not as long as any of these have, like, right. years. You know, that'd be cool if it was... A week. Couple yeah. Weeks. <laughs> and you know what? I had to like just put it out there because this uh, episode was about lying. And um, there's compulsive lying and pathological lying. And mm-hmm. the two are interchanged a lot. So I had to just do a little brushing up. Um, a person is a compulsive liar when they do it out of habit. Mm-hmm. When they just like habitually lie and like pump themselves up. Yeah. A person's a path- pathological liar when they lie to manipulate you. So it's just a funny little... Oh, yeah. I feel yeah. like I understand why they would be so interchangeable right. because they are very, like, very similar. Right. They're very similar because they seem similar. I mean, mm-hmm. neither obviously are good, but the pathological is the one that is considered a disorder, like legit. And it's often... And inter- compulsive is not? Yeah, it's no. I mean, as far as being categorized yeah. by like mental health professionals, because yeah. pathological is often twined with people who are diagnosed as um, having, uh, being sociopaths yeah. or narcissists. That's usually that's often can be one of the um, the parts of that puzzle is being a pathological liar, and it's done to manipulate. And I was just reading up on a, a therapist who really studies this, and they said something that's interesting is a pathological liar will often study you. Like if if you're my mark, Ooh. I will study you intently. Um, that's it, scary. And the compulsive people are just like they're more benign yeah. relative to the pathological. They're just like I, I want to feel like good. You know uh-huh. what I mean? And it's you know either way not good. But well, yeah, yeah. Pathological are, are the well, scary Larry. Well, for sure, catch some more pathological liars <laughs> within this season because pretty much everyone's a pathological liar. But I'm glad that they're bringing Charlemagne in because yeah. I think this was his segue into his newest uh, catfish venture that's about trolls rather than relationships. Oh, okay. So I'm excited to see that one because it'll be a nice change of pace and probably equally as crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, really interesting episode and it kind of wasn't horrible. Yeah. Like, Robin, it might have been like a confidence booster in a weird way. Yeah, so feel good, girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. Again, I'm Olivia Gabre. You can hit me up at The Real OG. Yes, and of course, Kels will be back. This is Constance Dunn filling in for him. He's on some fabulous adventure you can always find me on twitter instagram constance done we'll see you guys next week from executive producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire AfterBuzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz tv network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Buzz.